Good evening. I hope all of you are doing well. Uh, it is seven o'clock here in New York, and uh, I'll give a short share tonight on my secrets. Dav, hey, and we're starting at a fresh Mishnah. Uh, very unique in the structure of tonight's staff is that there is a, an ongoing conversation between the Talmud and the Rebbe, between Rav Nachman and his Rebbe, Rav Yitzchak. Rav Nachman, Rav Yitzchak is a common name for us to hear from the Rebbe. He was a third century Rebbe. And Rav Nachman, Rav Yitzchak, uh, Rav Yitzchak's Rebbe was revealed from him. So we'll see five or six different stories throughout the Gemara tonight that will be a Talmud asking his Rebbe what his Rebbe had said, a real beautiful uh, expression of being a part of the Masorah. Eight lines down at a Mishnah. For how long should a person ask for Neshama to say the same Talmud to Rebbecha? That's a Machloka similar in the Tanoim. The Mishnah says, Rebbehuda Omer Adshiyah Barab Pesach, Omer to the end of Pesach. Rebbehuda Omer Adshiyah in Nisan, at the whole month of Nisan has to go. The month of Nisan is still part of the real months. Shanema, Rebbehuda Rebbehuda Geshem. These two rains would, uh, would happen in the first month, and that's the month of Nisan. Out of the gates, the Gemara says, our first example of dialogue between Rav Nachman and Rav Yitzchak. Rav Nachman, third century, asks his Rebbe, in the second century, he says, Yorah Nisan. The Pasuk seems to imply that Yorah takes place in the month of Nisan, but Yorah B'Nachashman, Really, the, the rain that's referred to as yoga takes place in, in Cheshvan. How do we know? Because that's a brysa, the first, uh, the last of the short lines, the Tanya, uh, the brysa writes, Yore, the Mar Cheshvan, the Malkos, the Nisan, different. That's not correct. Yore should not be a Nisan, it should be the month after. It says the Gemara, Omar Lehi, Rabbi Yitzchak says back, Omar Lehi, Hachi Omar Rabbi Yochanan. My Rebbe says Rabbi Yitzchak. Rabbi Yochanan would have given the answer as follows. He says, "We may Yoel ben Pesuel Nisayim Nikrazet." In the days of Yoel, Yoel the Navi from Tanakh. In the days of Yoel, this pasuk was fulfilled. But see, the pasuk writes Bay in regards to that time frame of Yoel. Yeser Hagezim Rochal Ha'Arba. The extras that were left over after Gezim, which was one form of destruction of food. Rochal Ha'Arba. The locusts still ate that food. And Osa Shana, that year, Yasa Adar, it was still the month of Adar, it was late in the year, below Yardu Geshana. Uh, there was no rain at that time. And then finally, Yardu Lehemuvia Lishana, the Echad Nisan. At the close of the month of Adar, in the first of the month of Nisan, we saw the first rain. Nabi says to the Jewish people, go out and plant food. So they pushed back on the load. They said to Yo, how can that be? If you have one unit of chitin, uh, should we eat that and should we survive? Or perhaps, oh, is our end of the yums? We don't have enough food. We're either going to eat what we have, the seeds that we have, or we're going we're gonna to die by planting what we have. So then Omar Lahendi gave them an apal even though that's true, that mathematically you won't have enough food to survive. Trust me, I'm a Navi. I'm talking to the Avishta all as well, and uh, you're going to be fine. So uh, they went they went to Naples. They found foods that were trapped in the walls by rodents, and animal holes, and uh, ant holes. They were able to find enough food to survive. It wasn't uh, fancy food, it was just enough food to survive, but they survived. 
After the day of rain on Aleph, they went out and they planted on the second, third, and fourth of Nisan. And then, right after that, it rained on the fifth day. And he kribu omer the shisha of Nisan. As we know, the omer, which was made of barley, was brought on the, on the 16th of Nisan. Very small amount of time later, just 11 days later. That it was on the 16th. And Yim says, almost halfway down, what we found was that that the grains grew in six months, which the grain which normally grows in six months, that it grew in 11 days from day five of Nisan to day 16 of Nisan. Yim as well, we also find. And also the grains that were brought as part of the Hakravasa Omer were brought only after 11 days of growth. Obviously that's miraculous. Nothing grows to full, uh, to full size in 11 days. That's not normal. Well, also Hador, who Omer on that generation, it says a famous Pasuk, Hazorim Bedima Bedima Yitzoli. Those who plant with tears will harvest with joy. Uh, they will be going and crying, but no say Meshach Hazorah, they're going to be holding the container of seed. The Pasuk seems to be duplicative, that the first part and the second part seem to be saying the same idea over and over again. So says the Gemara, why would you say that? We already said it. you're walking around crying and then finally you're carrying the seeds. Isn't that the same idea of Hazor and Bedima, the Rina Yitzoro? Why say the same thing twice? Omer Yehuda, sure, the animal, when the animal was plowing, the animal was crying because he was so hungry. And instantly the food would grow. So he would be walking. And as the food is being planted behind the animal, as it makes a furrow in the ground, as he turned around the animal to go back and make another furrow, he would see that there were leaves already growing. This was a miracle. Is that a bow yav over you know, That's what it means that they would uh, they, they would be so joyful. My no se alimosa, but for holding the basket. What does that mean? Says the Gemara Amr Achizda, the Amr Lebenas Nisa, Tano, Kana Zeres Shibo, Kana Zeres Shiboles Zarsai. Normally, the way that works works is that the stalks are very large and that the vegetation is small. So here it was reversed. The stalk, the kana was a zeres, was one unit of measure. And shiboles, the actual food, was zartayim, which is actually double the size, more food, another miracle. So therefore, the Pasuk was referencing different miraculous components of the vegetation that was uh, that was grown on that day. The Gemara continues with story number two, a little bit more than halfway down, halfway through the thick lines on Ham and Olive, two-thirds of the way down. Amar later of Nachman and Yitzchak, next Pasuk. My what does the Pasuk mean when it says, Kikara Hashem Lora'ah, Vigam Bo'el Eretz Sheva Shanim. Kahanach Sheva Shanim, my Achel, what were they eating during this time, during these seven years? Um, it was very difficult. There was no food. It was a Ra'ah, it was a famine. So what did they eat? And the Gemara paints a, a, a gory and sad picture. Omar Leib, Rav Nachman says back, Rav Yitzchak says back to Rav Nachman, this is what my Rebbe told me. First year they managed with whatever food they had, had some food on the shelves and they figured it out, no problem at all. And then Shmiya in the second year, they ate whatever was in the fields. 
Shalishi is Basar Bahana Tahara. There were eight animals that were halakhically tall. Ravi, if they had no choice, Basar Bahana Tmei, they started eating animals that unfortunately were trained. Hamish is Basar Shkatsin Yerimasin. In the fifth year, they gave uh, small rodents and animals and bugs. Shishi is Basar Bahana Tmei, and Nebuch, they ate the flesh of children. Shivi is Basar Zerosin, in the seventh year, they were so hungry, they actually ate parts of themselves, they ate their own arms, as the Gemara says. The Kayim Ashanim, this is how Rabbi Yochanan explained the Shat Mahasad. That was again number two as to how to understand that passage of the conversation with Rav Nachman and Rav Yitzchak. Here's a third one, 12 lines from the bottom. The Amalei Rav Nachman and Rav Yitzchak, my b'chid b'kirbech ha-kadosh v'lo avo b'yir. What this passage is hard to understand. B'kirbech ha-kadosh, that it's sanctified in your place, but v'lo avo b'yir, but I'm not showing up. That's a strange thing. If it's holy, why not? That sounds backwards. So Rav Nachman asks Rav Yitzchak, what's shot in the Pasuk? And Rav Yitzchak, in his true form of today, says, This is what Rav Yochanan says. Hashem says, The only way that I will uh, attend the high court in heaven in Yerushalayim is only if the Yerushalayim Shalmata, if I can go there as well. How do we know that there's the Yerushalayim that is above the Yerushalayim that we are familiar with? Is there one? So says the Gemara, six lines from the bottom in. Absolutely, that is the case. The city of Yerushalayim is built like the city that has connections together with other parts. So the Gemara seems to understand from here, from this passage, that there are two parts of Yerushalayim. Next, so here with Rav Nachman and Rav Yitzchak, Ra'amar Lei Rav Nachman and Rav Yitzchak. My dechsi, when the Pasuk says, Va'achas Yivar Rav Yitzchak, they will be burned, and they're being foolish, Musar Havalim Eitz, that they are like pieces of wood as it relates to Musar, to, to getting uh, rebuked. Amar Lei, Hachi Amar Rav Yochanan, Rav Yitzchak says back to Rav Nachman, I'll give you Pshat Beit, Rav Yochanan, explain this command to me. Uh, there's one thing that a person can do that will cause for them to be put into Mahi, What is that? Avera says the Gemara. Abu says the Gemara that that is serious of Avodah Other Averas Hashem will forgive us, uh, but here the Rishon will uh, will be treated quite poorly in Gehenna uh, because they should not be worshiping Avodah Zarah. Over here it says that when one is given muster, people are kind of react like they would, inert, not really much changing. We'll see Pasam and elsewhere it says, that what they are doing with Maase Tatum, it's not playful, it's, it's ridiculous, it's nothing real there. Another question, two lines from the bottom. see what's shot in the Pasuk when it says as follows. The Jewish people did two things wrong. They only do two things wrong. They've left all 24 books. They don't keep any of the canon. Uh, there are 24 books in Tanakh. This is, of course, argued by the Christians in regards to uh, in regards to the New Testament. Of course, that's not even the halal part of our canon. Even the, the Christians have their own uh, authorship agree that the writing of the New Testament is divine. Um, so we're the, obviously the Gemara is making the stand that the 24 books to recognize that from Breshis to Divrei Hayyamim, that's considered part of our canon and nothing else is. 
So the Gemara says they only did two things wrong. The Jews violated everything, everything in the book. So what do you mean? That's not correct. So how does Rav Yitzchak explain to Rav Nachman, Amar Le'i, there's one thing that they did as they turned to the top of and it's similar to two. My new level is our, the one thing that they did wrong was really like two. You're right, they violated a lot of things. But really what we're talking about here in particular is they violated Avodazar. And my new Avodazar, the Pasuk says, the Jews did two things wrong. Uh, they left me and I'm the source of, of, of life and and they also carved out they carved out these, uh, these shapes and they, they're all broken and it says what is going on here in this passage they were giving uh, credence to uh, to a, uh, to a God, and it wasn't even a God. The Ami, Emir Kabodo, the Lo Yoyo, and they rejected my Kabod without without anything that would help. So, how do we understand this person? So, the Bryce reads seven lines down on the base. Tana Kusin, Ogden Laish. The Pasuk which references Kusin, they would serve fire as a God. The Kadri, the Kadri people were Ogden, the Mind, and they would serve water. And even though we know that water can extinguish fire, the Athalpisha Yoyo. They didn't give up, even though they knew logically you pour water on fire, fire is gone. So, how can fire be gone? The Ami, Akadosh Baruch says, in my nation, there was no, there was nothing, nothing that the Jews did that made any sense when they did any of the Avodas. Next thing. About uh, 12 lines down. My dear, what is the possible meaning? He says, My good pastor is up in Shmuel. Shmuel was so old. Shmuel wasn't so old. He wasn't that old, says the Gemara. He was only 52 years old when he would when he die. That's very young. Says the Gemara. He says the Gemara, what's shot in the fact that Shmuel was so old? And the Gemara answers, or Yitzchak answers, Yitzchak says to Nachman, Zikna, the old age of Shmuel, Kafza Allah. He began to look old very quickly. He began to look old at a younger age. The Pasuk says that Kadosh Baruch Hu regretted making Shaul into a king. Omar he said, Shekaltani, you've made me the equivalent, Shmuel says. Shekaltani How do we know? Because of the famous passage that we read on Friday nights in Tehillim. In their role as leaders. And just like the Maseyadeim of Moshe and Aaron, a reference to Yerushua, just like he was still alive uh, while Moshe and Aaron were still alive. So then, and says the Gemara, that Shmuel says, Shah can't die while I'm here. And that doesn't make sense. I'm the Nabi. That's not good. So Amar Kadosh Baruch Hashem says, "Hey, what, what am I supposed to do?" You know, Shmuel says, "I can't, I can't kill Shmuel because it doesn't make sense for the king to die while the Navi is still alive. That doesn't make the Navi have to die first. 
If I if I have Shmuel die on his own, people will talk about him and maybe he did something wrong. And, and that's not acceptable either. Really, Shmuel should have died first. So, yeah, so therefore, what, what are the options Hashem says? If you say that no one should die, then you're already at a point when David should have taken over from Shaul, and Shaul should have died already. Uh, but we couldn't kill him because Shmuel was alive, and we couldn't kill Shmuel because Shmuel was very young, and people would have talked about him. So Hashem was kind of stuck. No lemon, Shaul, no lemon, Shmuel, Malchus Malchus, no gas, we're not allowed to have an overlap of kingdoms, of kings, of the reign of kings in any way, shape, and form, even Kimelonima, even in any uh, in any particular way. So then the Gemara says, um, what should we do? Amara Kodesh Baruch halfway down on him and says, what should we do? He made him look much older. The gray hair sank in a little bit quicker. Some lines in the face, he just started to age much quicker. What is going on in this pasuk? That show show is sitting in Giva under the Eishel the Rama. These two locations are not the same place. They're not the same at all. They're actually in two different shvatim. One was in Bindinam and one was in Ephraim, different parts of the country. Uh, who is it that uh, made it the case that Shaul could live another two and a half years where he lived? It was Tilasa Shashmuel Haramati. That's why the Pasuk Shashmuel Ramati is two and a half years. And then Shmuel died. And then David took over. Says the Gemara, how does that work? Shmuel should die because the king has to change over. Says the Gemara, do we kill one person in order to enable another? Do we shake things up like that? One person should die because of another person? It doesn't sound like it. Says the Gemara, absolutely, it is the case with two thirds, three fourths of the way down. Yeah, being that is the case. I'm going to shmuel It's not about their. My sin, but about Imrefi, what Ratzon Hashem is, what Hashem says is what goes. Alma, Mirchi, Gavra, Mekane, Gavra. Last story, and then we'll stop for the night. Um, I think so. Uh, then we're going to wrap up the top of the session. It says the Gemara, Ramnach, Mimbra, Mitzvah, Kavu, Yasve, the Sadusa, the Rebbe and the Talmud, or the Talmud and the Rebbe in this order, were sitting at a meal. Alma, Alma, Ramnach, Mimbra, Mitzvah. Nachman says to Yitzchak, Lema Nar Milsa, and the Shabbos table. Says the Gemara, It's not a good time to talk when a person's fressing because Shema Yatim Tanavasha, maybe the food will go in the windpipe instead of in the esophagus, which can cause for choking. The Yavali did Sakana. The Brussels once the meal was over, so then. Then Rabbi Yitzchak said back to him, Yaakov Avinu never died. He didn't die. What happened to those who were masked him? 
What about the ones who took care of his body, the embalmers and the Kibru Kibraya? What about the people who buried him? It's addressed on the Pesach, not to say that he didn't actually die, but that there's an element of him that didn't die. How so? Hashem says not to fear. Yaakov was compared to his children. So just a drushing. In regards to Rachav Hazona from the famed story of the Muradim, anyone who says Rachav's name twice will instantly become a Balkari. Says the Gemara, Amalei Rav Nachman, Ana Amina Belo Echvas. I've said her name before, and it doesn't make a person into a Balkari. Amalei Kikami Rabbi Yoda Uvin Makira, and maybe the languages of the Maskir Shema not so clear. But uh, if you knew Rachav, Rachav was one of the foremost women in the world, and. And uh, it could make a person into a bow carrier just to reference her if you know what she looked like. So if you had a nifter in the Hadadi at the end of the meal, we're not finished talking, at the end of the meal, Omar Lay, he said, So the Nachman says to her, can you give me a bracha? So the Gemara says, Omar Lay, I'm going to give you a parable as to what giving a bracha to you is like. This is a very well-known Gemara. There's a man walking in the desert by a ra'ev. He was starving, the ra'ev, and he was tired with sama, and he was thirsty. He finds a tree, he finds a, uh, he finds a, a wonderful fruit, a tree with sweet fruits, with with perfect shade. There's a, there's a, a water, a little, a little rock. Um, uh, let's see what I'm looking for. A little brook, a stream, just running right next to it. This almost poetic, perfectly painted scene. Um, he ate the fruit, the shots, and then he drank the water, the yasha, the tzira, and then he sat there, and, and all was well. He sat in the shape. And then the person was about to leave. How can I praise you? Sort of Nachman, or he said back to Nachman, you just housed me in your house and took care of me. How can I give you a bracha? You want me to give you a comment about your parents, about your children? Children are beautiful. If you want to say that your shade is good, that your home is beautiful, you're done. Your house is beautiful. There should be a brook or a stream that's near you. You have that already. Ella says to the man in the last line of her own verse. That all of the saplings, all of the things that are planted in light of you should be like you. You as well. If you want me to praise you for being a great Torah, you're already a mutzlach, you don't need my bracha. If it's money, you already have me. In the bonin, hare bonin. And she said, sorry, uh, your children should be like you. We'll stop right here and meet Hashem tomorrow night in person. Love, wishing you all a beautiful night.